0: Welcome back to Ladies Elite for February 9th, twenty thirteen. This is episode sixty three, and this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I am Kim, and I'm Stephanie. And this week we're going to be talking about Dead Space three, uh, Unfinished Swan, uh, The Cave. Kim, I can't find where you what you played.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, I played or, Dishonored Oh Dishonored and, Dishonored, and then some iPad games. Yeah. Uh,
0: lots of iPad games. Some Skyrim. So there you go uh lots to talk about. We have a ton of emails, so our what we're what we've been playing is going to be hopefully shorter than normal <laughs>
1: which we'll is get it- good I'm yeah. glad I mean i I've, I saw the amount of emails we had this week, and I was like, that is really awesome yeah. I, I mean and everyone was just you know pouring their hearts out it was it was really cool,
0: yeah, so yes. and in fact, I'm gonna use some of the ones we got for the next show too so. Um, thank you to everyone that sent in some emails. Mm Uh, we also have a lot of news and little bits of things to talk about. Um, I found a few articles and just general discussion about the video game, I guess, landscape, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it's been two weeks. We're back on schedule, I think, officially. I'm really yeah, happy about it.
1: I was, like, so proud of us that we actually made this show today. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, we usually have We're a... We're
1: doing it. We're doing this Saturday.
0: Saturday-Sunday buffer is usually what happens. But I think I, I like this new time. I like... Every, so for for the listeners, um, Kim, if you're not aware, lives in Australia. Uh, Stephanie's on the East Coast, and I'm on the West Coast. So, and my time zone, I, since I live in Arizona, doesn't change. So I'm Mountain one half of the year and Pacific another half of the year. It's just really challenging to lock yeah. everybody down. But I I always kind of send emails to Kim and Stephanie, and whenever I get to Kim, uh, uh, Kim's, I just say Kim uh, Kim time. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, whatever
1: time she is in the future.
0: <laughs> a future time.
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> so, so um, like we said, we talked about at the end of the show um, two weeks ago, we were all going to try to play Dead Space 3 because it came out on what, February 6th was it? It was just this past week. No, I think the it was fifth. like
1: February 3rd. 3rd? Oh, it okay. was the 5th. Yeah. Okay. 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 It was the 7th for me. Okay.
0: So... I had every intention of not necessarily playing Dead Space 3, but Dead Space 2, because I I still have not unwrapped Dead Space 2. <laughs> and I went to go play Dead Space 2, and then I saw sitting next to it Uncharted 3, which I had started, and I had gotten maybe 30% through, and I thought, I really, really want to finish that game. So I ended up playing all week Uncharted 3 until I was finished. And it All was right, just. so you did finish it. I did finish it. Yeah, so I was. I wanted to just knock that off my to do list. <laughs> it was one of my weird gaming <laughs> to do list things. And how did you like the ending? Um, I like the ending. The I really do enjoy a, the story with Uncharted, and I like the characters. And I'm just not a fan of the shooting. Like after playing <laughs> Borderlands 2 seriously, and going back to Uncharted. Like, is this how it nor? Is it really this crappy of a shooting game? It really is. Here's
3: here's what I remember: Uncharted, right? Jungle, jungle, jungle ruins. Ooh, look, there's a bunch of ammo. <laughs> Guess I better prepare myself for a shootout. <laughs> or the other are random random guns, people shooting at me. <laughs> that's that's pretty much how I remember. Yeah, hoarding, know? like yeah,
0: hoarding. Just kind of
3: wander around until I see ammo laying on the ground, and then I know pff, <laughs> it's time for a shootout. <laughs>
0: pretty much how i remember it too so and 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 playing it again uh, i think the last time i played it was probably uh, mateo i think right before mateo was born so mm-hmm. it's been a good year and a half since i've picked it up again so anyway i was glad i was i finished it so i unfortunately cannot contribute to the dead space 3 um conversation <laughs> kim what about you did you play dead space 3
1: <laughs> Uh, so on the 7th, when it came out here, um, I went to the mall or the shops, as they call it here. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it. And I walk up and it was $96. What? $96. You're talking about- I'm like. The collector's edition, almost, right? Almost $100 for a video what? game. And I'm like, there's absolutely no, no way I'm going to buy this. And I really wanted it for the extra? PS3. So I went home, and um, you can actually download it yes. um, on your PS3. But one, <laughs> my internet here takes forever mm-hmm. to down. I mean, it's much slower um, here than it is in the States. So it would have taken forever. Plus, I would have had that entire game on my hard drive mm-hmm. on my PS3. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have the room with everything else I've got on there. So I'm like, eh. And then... Mm-hmm. Of course, I could get it through Steam or some other on my PC, but I really wanted to play it on my PS3. So I was just pissed off at that point and went back to Dishonored. <laughs> so uh, question about
0: the, uh, yeah, the game. So
1: I, I think I just – I can't believe how much it costs for games in over here in Australia. And I know that the cost of living is, is higher here, but it's not that much higher. Yeah. Plus, the overhead – on shipping these games cannot be that much you know i mean it they and they say the goods here in australia are more expensive because it costs more to import them
0: sure
1: so but seriously every, kim, not kim do you hear me <laughs> can
0: you hear me that's just craziness kim yeah okay can you hear me uh-huh
1: I, i'm asking oh, you must have been cutting out yeah you're sorry. you were cutting out oh yeah so i didn't hear you i, I was just heard oh, weird
0: um can you hear me now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I was g I was asking you multiple times, was that a collector's edition uh for the ninety nine dollar one?
1: No, that's just the regular old off the shelf game. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Do, do the prices tend to drop after a while or do they stay that high? It takes a long it'll drop to probably eighty dollars. <gasps> um when your guys' drops to, you know, forty or the thirty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. it'll drop to eighty. And then it event, it'll eventually, next year, drop to like 40. But yeah, seriously, it, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So, That's no, I did different. not play Dead Space 3.
0: <laughs> so, Stephanie, I think you're the only one. <laughs> I'm pretty
1: sure I'm the only one at this point. <laughs> so, well, I want to hear
3: all about yeah,
1: it. I, I, oh, for sure, right? I'm really interested in hearing <laughs> well, about
3: it. I mean, at this point, uh, our, our hero... Isaac Clark, His life is pretty much in the toilet. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. He has uh he has lost his girlfriend, about to get kicked out of his apartment, and then, of course the, you know, the 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 whole background of of the Dead Space storyline are the things called the markers. These um large monolith uh things that um what they when they discovered them, they thought that they were sources of energy. Uh, But then later on, they discover they're actually absorbing energy. They're receiving energy from around the universe. And uh, they are, when unleashed, uh, they thought that they would, you know, there's a a whole religion cult Mm -hmm. around the markers that think that when they're unleashed, you will ascend and become like one with the universe and blah, 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 blah. What actually happens is... Everyone turns into these horrific monsters called uh, necromorphs. Right, you're you're dead but animated, and you have arms coming out where your head's supposed to be, and it's you know it's it, that's where the horror comes from. Mm. So uh, your your ex girlfriend uh, is missing on a mission to discover the rumor that uh, someone has discovered how to stop the markers, how to how to permanently stop them. So that's that's essentially the mission of the whole story is finding the girlfriend uh on this ice planet and uh ex-girlfriend and <laughs> see if uh, if it's true you know so uh you're you're essentially going through history to see if you can undo the markers because the cult at this point uh has unleashed a marker so
0: so
2: <laughs> destruction I, is I, imminent i was researching
0: <laughs> dead space 3 and there was an article that Joystick had posted about there is a glitch in the... Far- so there's farming, apparently, in Dead yes. Space 3. So mm-hmm. what... I don't... Can you give me a little hint about well, what's going on? Because they're not going to patch such, it. No, exactly. So
3: one of the things that they've done differently in this game are microtransactions, which a lot of gamers hate. Mm-hmm. They hate the idea that, well, like, Kim, you're you're paying full price for a game, and then they want you to pay extra for content inside the game that's just that's horrible so anyway <laughs> <not doing> it. <laughs> and what they're what they're buying are essentially shortcuts they're they're letting you uh stop or skip the farming that's required to craft better gear better guns mm. and just buy them outright so you can buy them with actual money like 2.99 a dollar 99 4.99 that's th- those are some of the packs that you can buy or you can use what what are called uh, ration seals that you get through scavenging in the game. Or there's the glitch that that uh, you found where you can actually just kind of uh, go in and out of this room and uh, keep picking up materials. So yeah, if oh, you want to farm it that way, that's awesome. Well, it- that's one that's one of the things that, you know his his background Isaac Clark is as an engineer, so er, there are workbenches everywhere. So <laughs> when you find a workbench, you just kind of stop and see if you've. If you can make a new weapon or upgrade your weapon, or, you know, what have you. So, so, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's the dealio. That's what the resource gathering is. Yeah,
0: Allows players to farm infinite resources for item crafting. Isn't a glitch at all, according to EA's statement. <laughs> they did it intentionally. <laughs> sure, sure, we
3: intentionally did I'm glad did. That somebody discovered it, because I certainly wouldn't have going yeah. in and out of a room. Yeah. I
0: wouldn't have. So, are you having fun with Dead Space 3?
3: Absolutely, it does feel like the original games, like uh, Dead Space One and Two. Uh, and if you've ever played any of those, you know that one of the one of the main ways you'll spend your time is stomping enemies to smushy pieces.
2: Yeah, uh, that is how
3: you actually loot bodies. Uh, <laughs> that's how you loot a necromorph when you kill one. Uh, and again, aim for the limbs. Uh, once you've killed one, you walk up to its body, stomp on it a couple times, and it'll cough up some ammo or a health pack or something like that so yeah you stomp a lot kind of reminds me of the
0: appropriate squishy noises look. it reminds me of uh dead island when we're when you squish them exactly
3: yeah exactly i tried that several times to just like kick them
1: and stomp on their heads but that doesn't actually
0: ah oh. <laughs> oh, dead island
1: i miss you uh, yes. oh yeah <laughs> coming it's coming back don't worry yeah so okay yeah, um what's that with mutilated torsos and all, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> to put on my shelf for all oh. the <laughs> well, I, you can't buy it in U.S. It was only what was it e? it was in Europe. I think, I think it was the U.K. Yeah, U.K. Mm. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> well, you know, when that I think when the price point drops on Dead Space Three is when I will pick it up. Mm. I mean, because sure. like I said, I'm Dead Space Two is still in that wrapper, and mm. it, it's a pretty scary game, right? I mean, it's jump yes. out and... it is
3: it is definitely um whenever you turn your back something will come at you yeah. uh once you shoot their legs out they will crawl on the floor towards you oh. uh if you shoot their if you shoot their, their them in the torso they grow arms out and start yeah they yeah <laughs> They're
2: really, really And that's really why relaxed. I wanted to
1: play it on my PS3 so I have it on the big screen so it's you know in my face you know yes, yes. so I can scare <laughs> the crap out of you even seasons. more <laughs>
3: Yeah, yes. and you'll hear the squishy noises in the Dolby surround sound.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Squishy squish 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 squish
2: squish. squish. It makes me think of tiny so, Tina. Yeah, it's, it,
3: um, I can tell you on the PC, the transitions are seamless. When it, when it goes from a cut from a cut scene. To actual gameplay, it is seamless. Nice. Uh, it, it sometimes you s- you sit there and you go, "Wow, is it done? Holy crap! I can move." Yeah, because it is absolutely rendered with the same uh, graphics that that you play with. I
2: um, can't and, imagine. It's and like the
3: transition between uh, inside and outside, like going into new rooms, is perfect. But I, I have to wonder if the consoles can handle that. Yeah, I was. If you're gonna sit there. With the spinning screen.
0: Yeah. When yeah. I was playing Uncharted 3, I've been playing my PC a lot. So when I went back to the PS3 and started playing Uncharted and just sitting there watching that ring spin and spin oh. and spin. Seriously? It re- I was sitting yeah. there. I feel like I sat around forever. Yeah, it does.
3: Yeah. yeah. So that's my only fear. That, you know, playing it on the console, that you're going to, it's going to take you out of the the sensation of you know mm-hmm. fear all the time that what's coming what's what's behind that door so can't be aware of all airbags <laughs> oh, something gosh. bad is lurking <laughs> in every air bed.
0: i i don't think i would have see i have to be geared up for games like that even shows like america horror story i really mm-hmm. love that show but it, it takes so much out of me that i i have yeah. to be prepared for it so i think that's why i kind of I put it off and I put it off and I put it off. off. Right. (laughs) So, so Kim, you play more Dishonored?
1: I did. Yeah. This game is just. It's. I think it's. It's hard to get into at first. Mm -hmm. But once you get into it, and once you get into the groove of how you want to play it, Mm -hmm. it's just incredible. And you know it's one of those games that really makes me want to go back and play some more and, and finish it so I really really want to finish this game but it's going to take me forever because I really suck at the sneaking part Oh so, no! you know and <laughs> I'm still killing a lot of stuff I think my um, my chaos rating is always high mm-hmm. but it's I try to do as the least amount of killing as I can so mm-hmm. and I'm still not very good at it but I'm okay with that now, as long as I I tell myself, okay, just, you didn't have to collect every bone thingy, and you didn't have to get that last rune, you're fine. That's true. (laughs) That's true. But if I I get myself worked up, I'm like, damn it, I missed it. I have to go back and play that entire thing. No, I can't do that. Or I'll never, ever finish the game, and I really want to finish this game. So I'm up to the party now. Have you
0: finished it, Steph? Have you finished it? Stephanie, have you finished it? Uh, I'm sorry? Have you oh, finished
1: yes. it? I've finished I've been... it. I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, the, the, you get two endings depending yeah, on right. what your that's chaos right. level is at the end, right? Low is the good ending. Uh, high chaos is the obviously more chaotic ending. Uh, I, I don't want to call it quote unquote bad, but it's more, certainly more chaotic. So the the object, of course, is to rescue Emily, mm-hmm. the daughter of the slain empress, um, and um, and put her back on the throne, essentially. So yeah, that's what I achieved by by uh, finishing the game. Is uh, you know she 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 became known as uh, Empress Emily the Wise, mm. and uh, yeah, that you know, and we worked to cure the plague that was uh, you know obviously uh, infecting so the, the city. So
0: did you get through without killing a single person?
3: I made the choice of killing two people. Uh, I killed the assassin who actually killed the empress because I felt he deserved it. <laughs> and I killed the torturer that you discover in the tower later on because he is evil. But
2: what's <laughs> the point evil. of – you but did I, the
0: whole game without killing kill anybody anyone. else. <laughs> See, so I would—I was going to say I was – I thought that was like a an achievement or something to not kill someone. But then you you resisted all the way. And then said, an "Eh, you
3: know." And then I flipped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
3: the achievement you get per mission, oh, like, okay, you know, didn't kill somebody. Okay, check in that mission. Uh, ghost didn't didn't get seen by anybody. Check that's in the permi- that's in the mission. And yeah, there is an achievement to kill absolutely nobody. There's there's even an achievement. Now hold on to your to your hats here. To use no power except yeah. dark vision. <laughs>
0: oh, no, yeah. I thought oh, it was. I'm good. sorry. Well, I need and blink. One point.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, I thought there was you, blink too. Yeah. Because you, you have to do out. this game without blink. That would be impossible. I you mean, can't... I, I use blink. I use blink just to go faster across a yard. You know, when I am at the dirty dog or whatever it's called. Oh <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I use I use blink just to go from my bedroom to you know to the bathroom.
2: Oh, <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Wouldn't that be great? too far to walk it blink. is i blink i blink <laughs> everywhere it's just it's like walking to me blinking is just walking so <laughs> so what's the, this so, dlc how are you?
2: yes loving the dlc so
3: you okay so uh, so the dlc is called um uh trials dunwall city trials okay city trials right so it is 10 new maps and here's how i'm gonna explain it Think of the, the, the best part of the game for you. What, what is your favorite part to do? Is it sneaking up behind people, stealing things, killing people, blinking around? What is it that you like to do? Mm-hmm. And they have made a map challenge with that skill oh, in mind. Oh, cool. cool. that's cool. great. Right? Yeah. yeah. So my my favorites are the first two. Because they're the stealthy ones, right? So I'll describe the first two maps. You're in a room, uh, uh, the party's going on, and you have, the, uh, you have to assassinate someone. But you don't know who it is. Four clues are spread around the, the rooms. You have to sneak, pick up the clues, read the clues, not get seen, and find who your target is and kill your target. Without oh. being seen by the guards and obviously without being seen by your target. Because oh, that if, you, like if you, it's
1: like fun, it's totally
3: fun, and they change it every time. You know, it's obviously a different person every time. Um, the second map is a house, uh, that you have to steal everything in it. I mean, everything of value, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to steal it. You, you're only meant to, to steal at least the six, uh, like eggs, Faberge type eggs, but you get obviously more points for stealing everything. So that's, a, that's one of my... And I like, just... I like
1: stealing stuff. I, you know exactly. That's one of my favorite things to do. So, and you, <laughs> you've got all your powers. You can use your dark vision yes. and everything. Okay, okay. Absolutely. You have all your powers. But then,
3: they, then they, uh, there are further maps that are focused on specific skills that you have. Um, there are uh, maps for survival. Like if you like to fight... Uh, there's like, you remember the, the courtyard where the whiskey distillery is, uh-huh. it's set there where you just face round after round of increasing, uh, enemies, you know, like, uh, guys, guys with dogs, those horrible overseers with the magical uh, musical thing, uh, which I hate with a passion. <laughs> those guys are evil. If you haven't run across those. Yes. Have, oh my yeah, God. God. I hate play, guys. And then all your magic is negated. Yes.
2: <laughs> <Holy cow.
3: laughs> So yeah, that's the, the survival type one, and then they have ones based on uh, blinking. Like it's essentially like a mm-hmm. race. Like you have to follow a path and you have to blink to get there in a certain amount of time. Um, there's one where you're you ha- you're given a, just your crossbow and dark vision, and you have to uh, assassinate everyone. But there are no health potions, so you can't get hit. <laughs> Oh, cool. So it's always a challenge. Yeah. yeah. So that's what, obviously, that's what it's called. It's called the Dunwall City Challenges.
0: I remember, I I remember seeing, a, a, like, a video recap of that. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was. Uh... There's
3: there's one where, you know, those uh, big containers of uh, whale oil that are so explosive? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're down below, and a big ch- uh, train car is dumping them out, and you have to shoot them out of the air before they kill you, before oh, wow. they land on the ground and kill you. Uh, and there are different colored ones that give you different uh, different uh, abilities. Uh, so that one, yeah, whatever you liked about the game, they took that and put it right into a map and said, Psh, "Focus you on this. Here, go go crazy." Cool. So I, I I dig that. You know, and uh, in in on Twitter, I got to talk to the lead designer and writer of Dishonored and Deus Ex. <laughs> no wow. surprise, he's. Both- and uh, and I asked him some questions about the game, no, without spoilers, and he said they are working on additional DLCs focusing on the story and the assassin that actually did kill the Empress at the beginning of the game. It's like, uh, his backstory.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. That is-
3: yes. <laughs> and he and I did ask him the question about the skirts.
2: <laughs> uh, why do <laughs> women
3: don't have skirts? <laughs> what do you say? He said it started out as a a cloth is difficult to render issue, and then they just made the decision that that would be the fashion of the people that they embraced it, and the woman said, "We'll just go with pants."
2: That <laughs> is
1: cool. I I like that. Yes.
2: Well, yeah, because so, it oh, it's not. Pants. Yeah, it's not a
0: historic time. It's it's its own thing. That's so, right. so that's so. very very cool. Um, I have to say, yep. I I I wonder if i didn't do this podcast if i had if i would have played dishonored because i mean i played a little bit but i really didn't give it a chance and it w- really was us saying hey let's play the dishonored that really got me into that game so i'm thankful for this podcast there's been a number of games that that this podcast has really um like singularity i think was another one i, I probably wouldn't have played without the podcast
1: yeah, I. I mean, there were a lot of people who told me. Um, one of my friends here in Australia was super excited for Dishonored to come out, and he's like, "Oh, you have to play it! You have to play it! You have to play it!" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." <laughs> and I, I, you know, kind of blew him off, which now I feel bad, and I told him, "I'm sorry, I blew you off." But um, yeah, again, if it wasn't for the podcast and saying, "Okay, let's just play it," I probably wouldn't have played it. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Yay for us. <laughs> Yay for the podcast. So hopefully we've convinced you as the listener that Dishonored is definitely a really cool game. Um like we said, especially if you like BioShock, those types of of games. So I thought it was it's fun and I'm still I'm that's my next one I want to finish. So I have my finish list. Do you have a finish list? Do you have like games or you're like, "Oh, I really want to these are ones I really want to finish to see the storyline yes. play out." This is definitely yes. high up there for me. And then um, for me, I've also been into like little casual type games, not your iOS games, but more of like PSN, Xbox live. So, um, the cave, we talked about cave, uh, last episode and I hadn't really gotten into it since we've spoken on the show. I have finished the cave three times.
1: Wow. <laughs> I
0: went, I did three playthroughs of that game.
1: That's, that's amazing. Did you use different, different combinations? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- and
0: that's the main reason why. they. What's really kind of annoying is they give you an odd number. You can only have three characters in your party, and they give you a total of seven characters. Yeah. So you have to play w- at least one of the playthroughs with two of the characters that you've already played. And I just wanted to see each of their stories. I really loved the storytelling that was done in that game, and I had a lot of fun figuring out the puzzles, and just hearing the little jokes, and I just loved it. It was a little repetitive at times, especially with the... There's three main the three main puzzles that you have to do over each time you play it. And that's the, the cave, uh, the miner in the cave, the Hunter that is looking for the crystal monster, and then the the guy that's stuck on the island. So they can get a little repetitive, but I started doing and trying to get all the achievements, and that's where they hook me. I am an achievement junkie. When it's <laughs> achievements that are not ridiculous, like don't kill anyone, <laughs> I can't. I some of those types of achievements, I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do that. So, but this one is just a nice bite-sized bit of gaming and it's fun and it's kooky and i loved it and uh with that and the unfinished swan um between those two games i was really having a lot of fun on my ps3 and that's why i, I went into uncharted 3 because i was just i got back into my ps3 uh, for, and i was like wow i'm kind of miss playing on the tv but um uh, have either of you heard of unfinished swan No, I hadn't. I saw this, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. I think both of you would love it. Um, It's a a relatively short game. I think I'm – I mean, I I, I finished it in, like, two sittings, maybe two hours. So maybe a little four-hour game or something like that. But it it revolves around – the story is about this little boy whose mother paints hundreds of pictures, and she never finishes them. So the unfinished swan, she has, like – no neck so like the head of a swan and the body of a swan but it's not finished and <laughs> his mother his mother passes away and he's sent to an orphanage and he can take one painting and he takes the swan with him and so you you play as the little boy and he wakes up in the middle of the night and he notices the swan's gone and he you follow the swan and then all of a sudden you're in this just white space and the only thing you can do as far as a controller cuz at first you're kind of like what's going on and you're hitting buttons hitting buttons and on the ps3 at least you just hit the the uh right and left triggers and then black paint starts coming out and as you're you're painting you're painting the world around you and it's uncovering a wall and then you go down a corridor and then you start noticing uh, trees and a lake and frogs. And you're doing all this by painting with these little black dots. So it's a puzzler. And the first, there's four chapters. And so the first chapter revolves around the black ink. The second chapter revolves around water and then taking the water to make vines grow So you're making the the vines grow and climbing the vines and getting to different areas with that. And the the third chapter is um, darkness. And so you're trying to get through this area and it's kind of creepy and dark and you're hitting a ball and moving a ball that's lit up. But if you get out of the light, the animals will start to attack you. Um, And then finally, the fourth one is uh, being able to build blocks with your controllers so you hit your 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 trigger and it'll do a point a you hit your trigger and do a point b and you'll build up this these blocks and you kind of move all throughout the game and throughout this whole game a story's being told about the little boy and the king and the kingdom around him and it's just super sweet and you have to collect balloons to get special abilities you would love it it's such a cute whimsical game so that's my.
1: And you can get that on what platforms does that come on?
0: Um, I know it's on, of course, on on PlayStation, uh, PSN, and I because I picked it up for like two dollars. It was they had a sale thirteen, 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 or something like that. I'm not sure if it's anywhere else. To be honest with you, I'm looking it up right now. I'll have to double check. Unfinished Swan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we play some uh, hold music? Yeah. Well, I was just, well, mm-hmm. Stephanie asked, or Kim asked me, I'm, I want to make sure I let her know. So, uh, yeah,
1: PS3. That's it. Cool. That's it.
2: So, That's it. All right. So was it
0: a
1: PlayStation Plus thing or was it just there? It was It was on just sale. there.
0: Yeah, it was just there and it was oh. on sale. It wasn't a Plus thing. Ooh. But I could see it being a Plus thing. Yeah, it came yeah. out October of last year. So... It's a really sweet game. I loved it. Unexpectedly loved it. (laughs) I was like, two bucks, why not? The name of the title sounds interesting. Yeah, I had no idea (laughs) what it was. And then um, what else do we have? Uh, Skyrim Dragonborn DLC. Is that new DLC? Mm -hmm. Well,
3: so it just came out on the PC. It had been out on uh, Xbox first. Uh, it's still not out on the PS3. The PS3 I, is really lagging behind on the Skyrim. I thought it
1: came out now. Is it not out yet? Oh, yeah. It came out this week. Yeah. Uh. Uh.
3: But the Xbox has had it before that. They yeah. had it like around yeah. Christmas. So uh, So I just got the chance to start playing it now. So that's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> More content. I still haven't. I, I'm almost afraid to start Skyrim. <laughs> but yet I still keep you playing shouldn't. Borderlands. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. I
3: mean seriously, it, it is a tremendous time suck, but it's so entertaining just because pff, you can literally do anything. Oh. Anything you want. <laughs> I I love it. I love the the fact that you I can do anything. I can go anywhere, build houses anywhere I want, whatever.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think Skyrim for me is going to be one of those games that I probably won't start until Mateo's like four years old.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows? I'm,
3: I'm, I'm so glad that this came out because I've honestly finished every storyline oh, in awesome. the original game. I thought that would never happen. I thought I'd never be able to finish them all, but I did. Uh, and then I went to the workshop and started downloading quests that other people have made just so I can have something to do. So now I have new stuff to do.
0: So, so I- I'm. Yeah. C- I'm curious, um, since we're talking about DLC, and we've talked about Borderlands mm-hmm. 2, latest DLC with the Sir Hamilock, Um, mm-hmm. I should be done with that DLC. But the bosses in that freaking DLC are so hard. And I'm capped at 50. They are tremendously hard. They're ridiculously hard. And I just... I'm kind of frustrated with it right now. The fact that I'm fifty and I still can't. Yeah. And by the way, since we're already we're talking about it right now, one of our news story is, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, Gearbox says we're not going to give you any more levels. It will break the game. <laughs> so there's Everybody's gonna be a fifty. Everybody's stuck at fifty. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, yeah, because, well, here's the funny thing in the, the the interview, and we'll link to it in the show notes, um, they're interviewing, um, I can't remember what, what his title is, but anyway, he he's, he says, what? but there's an achievement that says 50 for now, and they're like, yeah, that's kind of what, right. you know, in the first one, because the first one, I think, level capped at 50, but they upped it to... What was it fifty nine or something like that? They they did raise the level cap on the first one, and I think they had every yeah, intention. Yeah, from of, fifty to sixty nine. Yeah, I think they had an intention of now. doing that on Borderlands Two, but <laughs> it's gonna it could break the game.
2: <laughs> so
0: ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. I mean, it's
3: interesting that in the article they said um, they estimate only sixteen percent of Borderlands Two players have one fifty level character. That's it. So most people are, yeah, most people are not fifty. I'm not. I'm like mid forties. Yeah. Well, I I guess that's why they're in no rush
0: to push the cap. Yeah. Because
3: most people are not fifty.
0: Well, I've just been using the DLC to level, and mm -hmm, I can't even imagine, you know, (laughs) leveling and grinding without that DLC. There's, there's, there would be no way,
1: no way. So maybe not any rush to get to 50 I'm just enjoying the game yeah you know
3: yeah I, I hope they they come out with more backstory on a uh, handsome jack because he was honestly one of my favorite parts of the, the game so yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that we killed him you know spoiler <laughs> that was our whole object right <laughs> you're Is, supposed uh, to say
0: that before <laughs> oh,
2: come on. that was the whole
3: object whole
2: I know object and I know game. Game.
3: I know handsome jack <laughs>
2: He that is. Object. object I
3: want to hear like, how did he?
0: How did he get away? Yeah, or, you know, I yeah. want to hear his backstory.
3: That That's
0: would be I cool. <laughs> They'll probably have to write a book or something, like they did with Black or uh, Bioshock. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, so let's move on to our Ah, iPhone. I'll read that. (laughs) Let's move on to our iPhone bargain buy type of games. Um, This one isn't necessarily... So I have one, and it's not necessarily a game, but it is kind of, and it's more for kids. In in fact, it is for kids. It's called Endless Alphabet. (laughs) It's free. It is awesome for little, little kids. Um, And I'm only bringing it up because Mateo... He loves it. And what it is, is it's an alphabet, and they do like not just standard words. So, like when you think A, you think apple, right? No, mm-hmm. they use alarm and B for bellow, and they have all this cute animation. And when you touch the letters, it, it'll go A, 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 A. <laughs> so, so cute. I can't, if you're listening to this and you have a little kid, you owe it to yourself to download Endless Alphabet right now. It's free. It, it keeps Mateo like occupied for like half an hour. He'll he'll go get the iPad and bring me the iPad because he wants to play with this little game. It is it's the nice. best. So,
1: little... oh, that is so cool. Do you, so
0: do you ever play it? Well, I play. I, he he can't with he, him. Yeah, I sit there with
1: him and we go through the the words. You, know, you never play by yourself. <laughs> Okay, I admit it. I have it on my iPad. Do you? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute, though.
0: So, yeah, there you go. Endless alphabet.
1: So, Kim, what's Puzzle Retreat? So, Puzzle Retreat is a puzzle game. Imagine that. Um, It's by the Voxel agents who are a um, company here in Melbourne. And I've actually met these guys, and I know these guys, and they're really... They're, they're awesome guys. They're, seriously, they're just awesome guys. But it's a little puzzle game where you have to figure out how to take these ice blocks and fill them in on this wooden um, game pad. So it feels really old school. Remember when you used to go to diners and stuff and they'd have those little puzzles oh, yeah. on the, oh, yeah. on the mm-hmm. table? And they're always wooden type puzzles. I, probably the most famous one or the one that's mostly there is the um, taking the golf things and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, jumping, but it's, it's got a really old school feel to it with that wooden part. And so Mm -hmm. it's ice blocks. And then you slide the ice blocks to fill them all in, but then they put in different aspects of it too. They'll have ice blockers and they'll have fire and, um, different things like that, that you have to figure out how to the order to go in to make sure that the whole game field is, Build in, um, and one of the things that I saw on Twitter um, from the from the game designers is that the ice cubes are made from uni- unicorn tears. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. But it's nice. really it's really one of those kind of calming games. It's got a very um, old school calming effect on me. So when I'm playing it, it's really nice to just slide the ice across and to uh, you know. I don't know. It's got a really nice feel to it. Plus, some of the puzzles are really hard, so it really makes you think. Some of them are easier um, than others, but I would definitely go get it. It's only ninety nine cents, and it's a quick game. And it's either on iPad. It's a universal game. Um. So yeah, really like that game. Go get it, Stephanie, and support support these you know little small um, studios out there.
0: We love them and then mm-hmm. tiny bang story what's that Steph? i think that's yours yes that is a puzzle game uh it is 2.99 it's
3: not free sorry <laughs> but if you liked that game uh machinarium oh yeah that's great. Uh, this is very much like that Ooh. uh it is it is a it is in the same um very soft artistic animation style um and there's no uh text it's all visual based so the idea is that this world has been shattered in, in, into puzzle pieces, like jigsaw puzzle pieces, and you have to find them all. So you'll start on a screen and you'll see a little jigsaw piece and you'll click on it and it added to your inventory. And then you have to find all the other pieces that are on the side that uh, that are all scattered mm-hmm. all throughout the the um, game uh, storyboard, essentially. Cool. Um, and you can open doors and go up ladders and stuff like that. So everything's uh, very well hidden uh, so it's a it's a really beautiful game. If you want to try it for free, they have it for the Mac and the PC as well as uh, the iPad. So you can go to their website. I'll spell it for you: c o l i b r i games dot com. Colibri. Yeah,
2: I'll link to and, that in uh, the show can, notes.
3: Yeah, you can download the um, uh, the game and try it. Uh, and then they also have the soundtracks that uh, that you can uh, download too oh, if you cool. like the music fun. It's a beautiful
0: little game.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I got some Mm
0: -hmm. iTunes credits burning a hole in my pocket.
1: $2.99. Oh my god, how can I pay $2.99 for
2: a game?
1: (laughs) And I tweeted that the other day. I'm like, why am I so hesitant to pay more than $0.99 for a game when these games Mm -hmm. are probably worth so much more than that, you know? it's It's stupid. It really is stupid on my part.
3: We're conditioned to blink... And pay and not think anything of paying $50 for a game on a CD, but, exactly. you know, Ooh, three bucks for an iOS game that somebody spent hundreds of hours programming. Pfft, that's
1: too much. And it probably gives you hundreds of hours of, of mm. playtime, you mm-hmm. know, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I don't
0: hesitate to do like the 99 cents on the candy crush. Cause I've been p- playing mm-hmm. that game like crazy and you yep. can get like tickets to get to the next level or you could just pay 99 cents. I'm like, oh, I'll give them 99 cents here. Take my money, thank you for and you know, tons of hours of <laughs> gameplay. Exactly. So, all right, well, let's move on to internet news. Um, did you guys see that a new Assassin's Creed is supposed to be coming out in 2014? I, oh. I'm intrigued by this, <laughs> Kim, but, uh. <laughs> yeah. But
3: here's, yeah, here's the only reason, right? So the whole original storyline was supposed to end
0: yeah, in 2012.
3: 2012. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's now 2013. What do you do now? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they're doing a new hero and a new time period. Which... they their lives. Okay. Um, because I was so disappointed in 3, I'm just... I don't know. I need a break from just Assassin's Creed. It sounds weird. I don't know why. I'm kind of disappointed in it. And in fact, one of the games yeah. that I want to go back and play is Assassin's Creed um, Revelations. Brotherhood. Oh. No, Brotherhood. Revelations. Okay. Brotherhood was, just, was still my was still my Brotherhood favorite. was just great. I loved it. In fact, I thought about playing that again, too. <laughs> Cause exactly. I just loved it so much. So, I mean, we'll see how it is. It's supposed to be released um, in 2014. Who knows? I mean, it could be, we could have another Ezio with this one. So, I will wait for my sigh until I play it. <laughs> but,
3: but it's 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 cool that they're still continuing. Yeah. I just, you know, I hope that they, just, they take a, a look at what people
0: liked and didn't like. Yeah. Brotherhood, people just go back
2: to (laughs) Brotherhood. That's right. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: I might skip it. Yeah, well, you don't like the controls either, so you're not a fan. I don't, I I bet you I would like the stories. I mean, and I loved Ezio, (laughs) seriously. I like he's hot, but yeah, uh, oh well, yeah. So there you go.
3: Desmond's story
0: Mm. couldn't
3: care less. I I kind of got annoyed. Get
0: back to the other stuff, yeah. I would, (laughs) I really didn't. I tried to stay sure. out of his time period as much as possible. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, eh, that's boring. <laughs> I don't want to play him. Uh, no, all right. So um So if they jump through history, that would be fun. Well that's what they were you that's know. what they did with the Vita version, which I like the Vita, mm. the Assassin's Creed, um God, I can't keep track of all the names. You play you play mm-hmm. a female <laughs> assassin. Um, and the way that they present the the Assassin's Creed on the Vita is, you're going through a, a Stargo, wherever the company is, and they're mm-hmm. kind of treating it as. Um, do you remember Strange Days, where that movie Strange Days, where you could record um, points in your life and then replay them and relive them. Or even total recall, where you have memories implanted mm-hmm. that's that's actually sure. more in line with the the Vita version of the Assassin's Creed where you're playing this girl and you're you're going to this company to relive this person 's life so it 's almost gotcha. like these rich people are going here because they want to live out somebody's yeah. life that 's kind of how they present nice. it and it, I thought that was an interesting approach versus what we 've been dealing with with the true assassins creed 1 2 and 3 where desmond is part of this whole big sk- plot and yeah. there's a lot of you know He's bad guys yeah, yeah 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 you you get the feeling that yeah. you get the feeling that what they're doing is only for research but the vita <laughs> game tells you no they're using it for entertainment and for
2: <laughs> yeah
0: so i thought that was an interesting twist on That's cool. why you'd play it so is the vita this?
1: version the same um, type of mechanisms and controls as the other ones.
0: You know what? I no, because they, they use a lot of the touch, and it's funny you ask that because I was playing it and i I didn't feel as annoyed with the controls as I did with on yeah. on the uh, <laughs> on the console. So you might uh, like maybe
1: maybe I'll try it out on the Vita because I you love, should. I love the Vita. I seriously mm-hmm. love that thing so, and i'm I'm always looking for good games, which are so far and few between. I have a feeling um,
0: you're gonna like it cool a very I'll try that. a very, very nice. strong female lead role in that game as well, which I really enjoy. Ooh. Of course, I like seeing women kick butt, so uh, sure. I think you're gonna like it, and the controls aren't bad, so I'll have
1: to try that then I'll try that nice
0: all right, so um. A little Assassin's Creed talk there. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm br- So I'm going to bring up a topic that's a very sensitive topic right now in, in the United States. I'm bringing it up because I'm curious. Because I know Australia has some pretty strict um, rules on games. And I think Dead Space had to do something different. Like, I know certain games aren't released in um, Australia because they do certain things. Um, but... Mm-hmm. There's a, I mean, with the shootings that are happening and things like that, the politicians are really getting up on video games lately. And it's kind of yeah. weird to watch politicians say that video games are as equally bad as guns. And there was a poll that came out. and It was on, uh, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And it's saying 67% of polled. Republican voters say video games are a bigger threat to safety than guns.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Um, yeah, I, And
0: I could I,
3: I could totally see them answering that because you're, you're giving them the option of saying, what do I think is a bigger threat? Guns, which they obviously believe yeah. is written into the Constitution. So they're not going to say that guns are a threat. They're going to yeah, say, well, true. clearly it's the video games yeah. that are putting these images in people's heads. And you know that's that's just right along party lines. So that that yeah. doesn't surprise me at all.
0: I was just looking at plus. Those, I was like, what? I
3: Is... take every poll
0: with a grain of salt. Yeah, because, that's true. Seriously,
3: how many people did they honestly ask?
0: Well, according to this, they <laughs> they asked 800, um, and it did say that you know some of the comments are saying, well, they asked like 45 year olds and up, and 72 percent were older than 45. Yeah. <laughs> nice i don't know i guess it just kind of talks about because i am seeing this a lot on the news and politicians yes. condemning video games and i, f- I don't
2: know well, right. this, now,
0: this wow. is such a slippery, slippery what it slope is, that we're talking it's, about it's here.
1: their scapegoat right yeah. now yes yes, yes. and because uh, one they don't want to actually tackle gun control right. um right. and two it's an easy place to go because there's really there, you know, there's no defense for it. It's it's just a very easy thing to attack because there's not that uh, God-given right that guns have, you know, that feeling. Right. So you know, it it really is a, a convenient place to go. And yeah, it, it it's ridiculous.
0: I don't know when I right. see this much talk and like the politicians kind of getting involved and they're going to do this, it just makes me worry. I, I mean you could say a lot of the things like about movies. And in fact, you can look at history, you look at history and you see this exact same thing. First it was comic books and then you get into movies and then video games and it's all part of the culture and it's not just one thing. And I think that's what annoys me most. It's like, they're like you said, Kim, they're just targeting in on one thing and it's just, well,
1: it's yeah, it's a convenient place. Place for yeah. them to go and take the focus off Absolutely. of other places that they, you know, um, that
3: they don't want. They don't want to attack. focus on. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, exactly. So and it's it, to me, it, it's it scary like a, though. It,
3: yeah, it feels like a knee jerk reaction, right? It, and and like you said, it's a scapegoat issue. Um, I remember right after the elementary school shooting um, when there was confusion about who the actual shooter was. They right. had the the name incorrect. And they went to the, the incorrect person's Facebook page. page and looked at all the things that he liked, which, of course, there were a lot of video games on there. And the people, <laughs> the public, went to these video game sites and just blasted the site saying, I hope you're happy. Look at what you caused, <sighs> blah, 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 blah. May I say some of the games that they attacked? Mass Effect 3.
2: Uh, Mass Effect.
3: Why? This is, this is proof positive that they don't understand what yeah. they're talking about. When you attack a game like Mass Effect for being, you know, a poor influence on people, this is some, This is a character who has literally sacrificed their life how many times to save the world? But no, you're a bad influence on society. That's just nonsense to me. And, yeah, it's and just frustrating. Did, and did these people go back and apologize when they no. got the wrong information? Of course not, because they see it. As an easy villain,
0: well, we're just living in a knee jerk society now where everything's instantaneous online, and there's correct no, there's not a lot of accountability in, in a lot no. of cases, <laughs> and nobody ever
3: takes it back. Nobody says well, we were wrong well, we were th- wrong to to focus so much hatred on this when it clearly wasn't what was wrong did you see no, th- no one will ever
0: say that <laughs> did you see the guy who had the i think it was a halo prop gun, and yes. <laughs> Did you see that, Kim? No. <laughs> so th- this guy has—I mean, he—he he got to hold one of the—it was a replica gun from Halo—and he's like, "Oh, look at this cool gun!" And people, I guess, got a hold of it and thought it was a real gun, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they were just like ripping them. And then it was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The internet yeah. sometimes <laughs> makes me just. Shake my head, <laughs> and then I have yes. to like not. I have to turn it off. So, <laughs> so yeah, I th- I thought it was worth bringing up because it does. It is an important topic that's happening, and it could definitely affect a lot of games that are going to be coming mm-hmm. out. And how? I mean, like I said, I, I can't remember. Uh, tight. I can't remember the details, but I remember Kim you saying that there were certain games you couldn't get in Australia because of the rules and regulations.
2: And oh, I, for sure. Yeah. So. I remember one game
0: that uh that I played was
3: a syndicate that is banned in Australia. Uh and they, they that was the game where you could control someone and make them kill themselves. Oh. Uh and, and they absolutely banned that game. But, well and I mean and Dead Space three they can, you know they can yeah. allow. They've changed
1: them? the rules a little bit um, and they, they've added a rating mm. and that was one of the things they did just recently is added a rating. Oh, so there is a mature plus 17 rating now. But yeah, they are less tolerant of that type of stuff here um, in Australia. But you know what's really scary about this is that uh, you know, okay, so if let's say there was actually a problem with video games um, and you know, the violence mm-hmm. on them, which I don't actually believe there is. Um, it's, it's being overshadowed in with all the other crap going on out there and the other things that really need to happen, um, you know, people's change in attitudes about guns and shooting and killing all of that, that's, mm-hmm. that's not being addressed at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I hate that they, they latch onto these kind of things and then ignore the actual problems out there and mm-hmm. try to actually fix what's really going on.
3: Yeah. Right. Oh. Well. I, you know, sometimes when, when people bring up this this argument, I, I honestly have to wonder if they want it to be true.
0: Yeah. Like,
3: if you, if you sit there and you tell me violent video games cause violent behavior, do, do you seriously want that to be true? Do you want that to be a reality? Because... I would be one of the biggest mass murderers out there. I would be killing people every day. But yeah. obviously I don't. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, do, do they seriously want that to be the reality that, you know, X equals Y? Well, this I, is the cause of violence in society.
0: I, I think It would be an easy fix. It would but be. But it's clearly not the answer. But they don't know what is the, they don't know what the answer is. And so I think people tend to try to grasp and grapple at things, and right. they want a simple answer, yeah. not a complicated answer. Right, fix it, fix it now.
3: They want yeah. Exactly, they don't want. Well, we need greater access to healthcare, but and not just more healthcare, but better focused healthcare. Mm-hmm. Healthcare that actually addresses people that have, you know,
0: mental problems,
3: behavioral yeah. disorders that cannot relate to society the way that you have it structured. Yeah. And that's not an easy answer. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I mean, just saying build more hospitals, but then you need to populate the hospitals with doctors and care that addresses the issues. Yeah. And these, these are not simple solutions. I... So
0: obviously it's easier to just say, ban Halo, well, ban there's a War, there's your problem i mean do you do you think because historically i mean people that play video games they're you know the the guy that's in his parents basement i mean that's Mm -hmm. i mean for a lot of people that's like what they think and that's what the visualizing. i feel like a loner yeah and i feel like we we have to talk about it because obviously that's not the case (laughs) and we know that's not the case and i feel like it's my job as a gamer to tell people I work with, "Hey, I'm 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 a hardcore gamer. I really enjoy World of Warcraft," and you would see the the, the looks sometimes that, that yeah. I get, <laughs> like really, <laughs> like I just met a, a new I have a new friend who's another mom, and I I questioned whether or not to tell her. And I'm like, you know what? I Mm -hmm. do not need to be afraid to tell somebody I play World of Warcraft. This is silly. So (laughs) they're gonna think that
3: there's something wrong with you. Yeah.
0: So I think it's us as a gaming community, as gamers in general, to to feel, you know, this is this is our hobby that you know, you play basketball, I play wow. So so what? So take the stigma off of it and the politicians are definitely not helping us right now. And that's why I felt like we should at least discuss it on the show. So that's yeah, right. oh, it should be interesting to see what happens over the next year or so. Oh, I wanted to die down. <laughs> All right. So um, we've talked about Kickstarter a couple times on the, on the show. Um, and I, I love, i I guess I'm a Kickstarter. What, what you call a uh, angel investor. <laughs> Meaning I, I like to give money to things that I really want to see succeed. Not necessarily there. I have immediately funded a couple of Kickstarters that I have yet to get anything from. And that's why they they call you angel investors because you're like, here, have some money. (laughs) I'm not going to bug you. (laughs) So, um, the gaming industry over the last few years, uh, in fact, it's a year today that uh, Double Fine launched their Kickstarter for their newest game, um, Codename Reds. Uh, I thought that was interesting, a little factoid for today. So uh, one (laughs) of the games that caught my eye, specifically because it is from the the people that made the Borderland DLC for um, the booty pirate venture, and Scarlet's booty, Scar- Scarlet's booty, and <laughs> well, the booty adventure. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I think I got the title for Scarlet the show. And her booty. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, they did the Sir Hammerlocks and Captain Scarlet. So that's the company that helped with uh, and did the DLC. But they started a Kickstarter, and it's called Fuzzy Slaughter.
1: And it looks so cute and gross <laughs>
0: and awesome, and I'm kind of disappointed because I don't know if they're gonna make their their uh, their goal. They're looking for 50 grand. They only mm-hmm. have 1600 so far. They got 24 days to go. It's a four player co op beat 'em up with adorable, <laughs> adorable <laughs> fuzzies to take on evil Pita Sandwich Corporation. Yes, it <laughs> looks so. It is terribly cute looking. So, so there you go. I'll link to the show notes. You can check it out for yourself. Um, $10 gets you a free digital download of a game. That's what I look for. It's like, what am I going to get? 10 bucks for this game? Heck yeah. Why wouldn't I yeah. back, back it? So if you want to back a, a fun little game, it'll probably be, I would say, maybe a, it says estimated delivery May of 2013. So that's actually pretty quick. It is 2013. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, I'm still waiting on a, a double fines game, but...
1: Yes, that one and the um, uh, the gaming console. I can't wait till that comes out. Oh, OUYA. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, yeah, yeah, ooh,
0: yeah. Ouya has been hit, bit, uh, doing some big news lately too. They yeah. uh, they were able to get into the the stores. So Best Buy, there's a huge ad on Amazon. You can pre-order it. Um, I also read just a couple days ago that um, the the Double Fine game, The Cave, as well as the new one that hasn't been released yet will also be on the Uya. So, there is getting some pretty cool momentum. I'm, I'm excited to see what developers do with it, especially if it's at that small Thanks. price point. Why not? A hundred bucks. So um, And then there's another Kickstarter. Um, Stephanie or Kim, who was it? Was, uh, it was me. Oh, okay. Tell me about so, that.
3: Yeah, so this one is called Unwritten, and uh, I'm, I'm I was drawn to this one by the idea that you know how when when someone puts out a game and says, "Oh, the choices that you make affect the game."
0: Woo! Sorry about that. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> you know? Okay, so yeah, that, that scared me, Woo-hoo! and unfortunately, the <laughs> listeners, listeners, I'm sorry. Um, you can thank Apple for that and the silly <clears throat> Game Center. Uh, announcements. Oh, I God, am I so so sorry. <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I'm sick of the game center <laughs> challenges that I get too.
2: Oh
0: yes. Ah yeah ay. Yi, yi. Oh my gosh! That, oh. I have a, my heart is racing. <laughs> okay, so all okay, right, I'll back it. Unwritten, I promise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me more about Unwritten.
3: Okay, so I was, I was drawn to this game because they are actually fulfilling on the premise that every choice you make makes a permanent and lasting change to the game. Oh, when you make a certain choice, you're given what's called a story fragment, and that story fragment builds as you play the game. So you're creating a civilization and you're passing down stories throughout your civilization, and obviously the stories are based on choices that you make. Mm-hmm. um so that's part of the reason that that i was really drawn to this because uh it actually f- fulfills what a lot of games promise that you know i can actually change the outcome <laughs> so uh i i i'm hoping that it's only got a couple days I know, left and, three and days they Haven't left. met their goal mm-hmm. so i i still hope that they'll that they'll make the game but uh it is part it is uh made by one of the writers of uh, dishonored uh, so.
2: Oh, cool!
0: So twenty-five dollars yeah. back it for twenty-five bucks. You get the full game an entire week before it's released. Um, estimated deliveries August two thousand thirteen. Um, right. for, for just fifteen, you do get yeah. the game.
1: There you go. Fifteen. So they need—they're—they're they're very close. They've yeah. only got three days, and they still need I know. a bit of money. Yeah, about twenty. Grand. So I'm still hopeful.
0: Oh, five, <laughs> but six, check oh, it 30 out. thirty grand. Sorry, thirty yeah. grand. They need thirty mm-hmm. grand. Alrighty, so I yeah, go Kickstarter games. I I've, I might have to back both of those. Hopefully, one will. There's a from what I understand, there's a website out there that looks at the trending of of people backing and can project whether or not it will fund. Oh, I think nice. it's it's like Kickstarter. Um, I can't remember. I'll have to look <laughs> it, have to look it up another time. All right, so let's move on to email. We have quite a few. Um, I will kick it off. Uh, First, we have an email from Jenny. She says, We recently purchased a Sony PS3 over Christmas, and our whole family has tried gaming on it. We purchased it for the Blu-ray capability, but as we we all are long-term PC gamers, I wanted to try out gaming on it. It came with uh, (laughs) Assassin's Creed Revelations, and I purchased a few... Uh, other games for us to try, Assassin's Creed caught my attention, and its pace was perfect for someone just starting to get to, to used to the joystick gaming, opposed to my beloved W A S D keys. Uh, the problem <laughs> I have is is that I need a uh, need a layout of the of the use of the controller to keep in front of me with large type. Um, she says, (laughs) I'm getting blinder as I get older. LOL. Uh, it appears that with the bulk of our games, they assume we know the controller enough that I don't need a layout to help as a new user Mm -hmm. of the system. I definitely do. It's a fun, it's fun to figure out things, but in Assassin's Creed and Borderlands, I, I needed to know a bit before. Uh, I'm getting killed by random <laughs> passerbys. Thanks, Leigh. You have been hooked on yes. the show for a while. You cover games in a way that fits well with how I look at them. You even led me to try new games and gaming systems, hence the PS3, to replace the Blu-ray. I'm glad you have carried on <laughs> despite relocations, childbirth, et cetera. Here's to several <laughs> more years of terrific shows. Well, thank you, Jenny. That was awesome. Yes. So
1: I- one thing I wanted to say on this one was um, once you do learn <laughs> – those controls and you you have it the way you like it, most mm-hmm. games you can go at, in and if it's not um, set up the way you like it from you the beginning, it. you can usually remap your controller to be the way you want it. So just right. keep that in mind too if, because sometimes it is going in and um, the the r1 will be the shoot in one game and the r2 is shoot in mm-hmm. another game or you know they do silly things like that um and but most games give you the option to remap all your um keys and buttons to a different way
0: and i will say assassin's creed the game mapping on the controller is unlike any other game it's it's like its own unique <laughs> thing so when i've played like normal games like uncharted or call of duty and I switched mm-hmm. between them and Assassin's Creed. I almost, I forget how wonky and backwards the controls are for <laughs> Assassin's Creed. And it really is way different. I play that game completely different. It's almost like I have to focus on Assassin's Creed only because they change those controls so, so much. Uh, for
1: it's that hard gameplay. when they do that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. So I, When I read that, I said...
3: I completely relate to what she's describing, because when we were playing Uncharted 3, and I would switch to another game, I cannot even tell you how many times I chucked <laughs> a grenade at somebody when I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yes. I meant to, like, duck or something, yeah. and all of a sudden I'm like, ah, and I have to run because I'm about to blow myself yeah. up. Yeah, and I never took the time to keys, yeah. so that's my fault. But, yeah, the number of times that I switch between games and I forget... Crouch.
0: What's the uh, Chuck the grenade? I don't know. And
3: then I, yeah. I have, See,
0: the, I have the opposite I problem. I had the opposite problem. Cause I was a console gamer up until I played. Wow. In 2007. So when I first mm-hmm. started using the W A S D case, I didn't know what the heck I was doing.
2: Oh, and I,
0: I don't think I've ever told anybody this on the show. The first, <laughs> the first, when I started playing, wow, I used the click to move.
3: nice so so diablo
0: 3 felt right at home (laughs) so yeah diablo 3 felt perfect for me (laughs) um yeah mark even to this day makes funny me he goes nobody uses that you need to learn (laughs) wasd i'm like but i don't know how i'm not used to it all right so let's move on to our next email uh stephanie or kim do you either you want to read one Go ahead, Steph.
3: Okay. Uh, this is from Neil, a.k.a.
0: Drake. And he says, hello, ladies. Just
3: finished listening to episode 62, where you covered the two games, filling the majority of my game time currently, Dishonored and Borderlands 2. With Dishonored, I am loving the steampunk Deus Ex feel. And to add an extra creep factor to the heart, my feeling is it was the Empress. Ooh, Ouch. I bet you it was. As Borderlands 2, I, I, I like that theory. As to Borderlands 2, have loved the DLCs but think the latest is the weakest so far. Too short with some stupid hard energy. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping the next is a Tiny Tina episode. Speaking of which, I was surprised you had the ringtones for Torg and Clapjack, but not Tiny Tinas. Finally, what do you think of Elite Dangerous getting kickstarted? Woot, meh, or lame? Personally, as a very old school gamer, I cannot wait. Commander Drake will fly again. And what games are you looking forward to in a few months? Me, I have a hankering for Last of Us, getting a Fallout vibish from it. Cheers, Neil, a.k.a. Drake.
0: Well, first off, I didn't well, know... Well, yes, obviously. Th- yeah. I didn't, I didn't know they oh. had Tiny Tina downloads, uh, in fact, because I got my ringtones from Gearbox directly, and I'm sure there are probably some, um, like, knockoff Tiny Tina ringtones, maybe, but uh, yeah, that's why I don't have Tiny <laughs> Tina ringtones, but I should get them. Um, as far as the Kickstarter, I wasn't aware of that one. Are y- either of you familiar mm-hmm. with that, anything? No? Uh-uh. I, I am not. Um, but I'm checking it out now. You are so skype right now,
2: Steph. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. But
3: uh, I, I'm so glad that he mentioned uh, Dishonored and Deus Ex because, as we mentioned earlier, same writer. Yeah. Same designer of the game. So, yeah, it's no wonder that if you liked one, you more than likely liked the other. That's awesome. So, uh yeah, I highly recommend that DLC if you're looking for an extra challenge, if you haven't finished the game. Where are you in the game, Nicole, in Dishonored?
0: I honestly I just got through the wall of light and I'm back at the begin our uh the hound's pit or whatever. Oh, okay. So you're still getting the feel of it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally am still getting the feel of it. So All right. So our next email is from Doug, uh from Atlanta. He says, Hey, ladies league. Just a quick uh real quick Question wanted to ask, um, what are your thoughts on Guild Wars 2? Have any, any of you played it? I'm enjoying it right now. I play a Ranger and an Elementalist, and uh, the story and the gameplay are very nice. Sorry, if, if you've already talked about it, I must have missed it. Um, which we did have an episode about it. Um, I have to say this is one game that I really want to go back to. I just because it's free to play and I kind of got caught up in some other stuff, I just I forgot about it. Is that bad? Yeah, I don't
3: feel the I don't feel the urgency to go back and play, yeah. which is which is a shame because it is it is a decent game. Yeah. Um, you know I like certain elements about it. Some, you know, I don't like necessarily. Um, but uh, it is it is a good game. But at this point, I don't have the time to dedicate to another MMO. I, I honestly don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, shame. it's I
1: got a the game, but... game. I really I I love the game, but yeah, I'm with both of you. It's free to play, so I know I have the time, yeah, and exactly. I, I just haven't gone back to yeah. it. Yep. All right. And, Kim,
0: do you so, want to? Hey, if you've got the time, go play it. Yeah, I want to go back to it. I don't know. Who am I? Kidding? Oh, I'm and probably a pro not. tip, uh, there is, a, uh, like, a, like, a
3: helpful uh, iOS app that you can download oh. for Guild Wars 2 to help you, you know, with your crafting and how to uh, spec out your character and, you know, that
0: sort of thing. So. Oh, cool. All right, Uh, Kim, do you want to read the last one?
1: I will. Um, This is from Will S. Hello, ladies. I am a new listener and subscriber, and I'm really enjoying your show. I subscribe to over 100 podcasts. Yes, you read that right. Wow. But I am still very picky about what I listen to. One aspect of your cast that stood out to me, including a section on mobile gaming and apps. I listen to apps from IGN or podcasts <laughs> from IGN, GeekBox, Revision 3, etc., and none of those fully cover all the platforms. On episode 61 you mentioned song pop and I couldn't agree more. Very time consuming. You also talked mm-hmm. about Borderlands, always looking for good players to add on my friends roster. So <laughs> keep up your good work and I'll keep listening. And hey, any chance on an on air shout out to my five month old daughter, Georgia? Aww. Most likely your youngest listener. Um, take care. We'll ask. Aww. Yay. What well welcome, though. Georgia. Georgia.
3: Hi, yeah. Georgia. Georgia and from Atlanta. Yeah. Love
1: it. Is he from <laughs> Atlanta? No, no, no. Doug is from no, Atlanta. Atlanta. No, yeah. <laughs> I I like
3: that the two, the two uh, letters are in the same day. I like that. Yeah. Georgia. Yeah.
1: Well, my grandmother's name is Georgia, as well as my cousin's name, so it's a beautiful name, and welcome, Georgia. Aww.
0: Well, And welcome yes. to to the show. We're glad you're yes. here. Yes,
1: thank you so much for the feedback, too. We really appreciate it. Yeah.
0: So um, I think that brings us to the end of our show. So Stephanie, uh, if people would like to send us an email or get a hold of us or even leave us a bumper, can you tell them how oh, yes. we can do that? Well, the best
3: place to go is the website, ladiesofleet.com, where you can see, obviously, the latest show notes and the latest episode. But you can also click on that cool little pop-out banner that appears on little tab that appears on the right-hand side. And you can click and leave us a voicemail or a bumper. Yes. Oh, or you can send us an email to ladiesofleet at com, And then, of course, all of us are on Twitter. Uh, Nicole is Nicole Spag. Kim is just... Kimmolly, J-U-S-T-K-I-M-O-L-L-Y. And myself is X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1.
0: Very cool. So in two weeks, we were talking at the top of the show about what we might be uh, playing. Uh, I have The Darkness 2, which I've never Mm -hmm. played, and I'm thinking about playing that. We also were talking about, um, what was it, the the Twisted Dream? Gianna Sisters. Gianna Sisters. Gianna Sisters. Twisted Dream. Mm -hmm. And then also Mark of the Ninja. So... one of those games will be discussed at least. <laughs> because
3: the next big game is uh, Tomb Raider. Ooh, March 5th.
0: March 5th. Yeah. So there you go.
3: I'll be doing that one. But that's I, that's a month away.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I was, I'm was i going to play that game, and I, I'm debating whether or not to just pre-order it, because you get 10% off on Steam. So exactly. I might as well just do it. All right. Well, thank you. Should you should check out the uh, green, GreenManGaming. Also has the Steam
3: codes for less. Oh. So you buy it on the, you buy the code through Green Man Gaming, and then you redeem it on Steam. Seems odd. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check it that out. It absolutely
0: works. I buy a lot of games. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that closes it off. Thank you, Stephanie. Him, and thank you listeners for joining us for this episode
2: and we'll see you in two weeks take care, Bye-byes.
1: bye bye Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you Skype <laughs> Oh my god, so only the last, only this last part when I called you guys back, I, finally I could hear all of us together.